Welcome to the Holistic Icon Podcast, hosted by Dr. Nisha Chellam, a board-certified internist and holistic medicine specialist who understands the science of disease and the art of healing. Every week, Dr. Nisha gives you tips on how to take control of your health, because you are your best doctor. Here's your host and author of Transform Your Thyroid, Dr. Nisha Chellam. As a functional medical practice, I can see a lot of people want the kind of care we provide, but uh, they come up with a lot of excuses. And so we put together all the excuses that we give ourselves. And I'm going to try and break it down to see. And, you know, we'd really lo- would love to have this as an interactive session to figure out what we can do to help you overcome some of these excuses. So one of the things I remember as um, a physician who used to take insurance before, it was very funny. People would schedule an appointment and we send about three reminders, right? We mm-hmm. do a text, we send email, and then we do a phone call. And I had an automated system that would do all of this. And what happened, uh, what would happen is they will get all of this. They'll call and they'll say, I can't come and see Dr. Chalam today because I'm sick. And it was like kind of a moronic answer. It's like, when do you go to see? I mean, of course, you should see a doctor when you're feeling well, but Shouldn't you be seeing a doctor when you're feeling sick? Especially on the insurance side, I think that's pretty much what people are using you for. For sick, uh, sickness care, but still, um, when, when you decide to go to the doctor, there are two ways to do this, right? You go either when you're extremely sick or you just go to make sure that you don't fall sick. Mm-hmm. And then there's in between to maintain your disease. That's the traditional medical um, approach. But what we can see, uh, first of all, we have to... Uh, acknowledge it was a landslide victory for legalizing marijuana, by the way. Yeah, in Michigan. Michigan. So actually the first state, I believe, in the Midwest. Yeah. Because I think it's what, California, Oregon, Washington, Colorado. Colorado. Yep. Yep. Here we are, Michigan's progressive, sort of. (laughs) We're getting there. So again, what, what really happened is the shift was from the consumer. Mm-hmm. So if you want to shift your medical care, you have to stop giving yourself excuses to continue to use a disease management system and be happy with the disease management. I know nobody is happy with it. Everybody complains about the doctors, but when you have a doctor who will actually listen to you and actually resolve it, I don't think people really take the time to come and see it practices like ours. So let's, you know, what we were going to, we were trying to think about different topics for this particular um, stuff we were going to talk about. Remember what were the topics, uh, what were the headlines we wanted to use for excuses that people gave? Something that we, we thought we were going to lose <laughs> half of you, but we're going to still be very honest and tell you what we wanted to call it. What, what was it that we were going to say? Um, oh, no, they were funny. I don't I have that sheet of paper here. Um, was it excuses to stay sick? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's exactly like, you know, um, the dog ate my homework kind of excuses. Um, but we'll go over the common. And we did put out this question yesterday to the community. We got a few um, people saying time, lack of time, lack of money, and lack of motivation. And I think those are the big three mm-hmm. issues that people uh, perceive. Remember, it is a perception of lack of all of these things. I think the other big one, too, is um, not believing that it'll work. Oh, 
Absolutely. And I think the huge part about functional medical doctors, the reason they struggle to get people to uh, come in, first of all, is most people come and say, oh, God, I really want to do this, but I don't think it'll work. I've done so many things. Yeah, exactly. I've done this before. I'm already eating healthy, you know, this and that. And it's really... And I think if you guys have ever a chance, you should speak to one of uh, people who've gone through our program. When they get in, they realize what healthy eating actually means because we didn't realize it till we got dealt into the nutrition part of it. But that aside, the fact that people make assumptions and what do they say about assumptions? When you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. Exactly. And that's what we do most of the time. So it's not just making an ass out of you and me. It's actually weird. We continue to choose disease each time we say we cannot do something that will help us. So I'm going to go over the usual. um, This is um, something that we give all of our um, clients who come to our seminars or come to our workshops, but we'll go over what are the 10 commonest objections that people have in order to become healthy. The most important is I don't have a personal knowledge to make the correct lifestyle choices. What do you think about that? Um, I think that's why we're here because we're here to help you understand what the right choices are and how to actually implement them. Um, and that's almost more of like, I get a lot of times people, I can't make changes. I can't do this or that. We make it simple. I think if you have any little inkling of you want to get better, we will make it easy for you. So there's an old saying that says, um, you continue to do what you are doing. You'll continue to get what you have gotten. The sage here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, literally, that's always, I hear it from my coaches. When you continue to do what you've always done, you'll continue to get what you've always gotten. So if you want something different, something has to shift. Change is absolutely the hardest thing to do. Today, in this day and age, the biggest, fastest growing industry is the coaching industry. And the reason for the coaching industry, whether it be for anybody, whether it be financial coaching, coaching, business coaching, health coaching, um, I don't know, fitness training, Mm -hmm. all of these, it is not that you don't know and you don't have the resources to do it. Really, the bottom line, 80% of the reasons we don't do what we have to do is our mindset. Because we're stuck and we believe. I've seen people sit with me and say, I so desperately want to feel well. I need this to go away. But the minute it comes to taking action, it's like um, getting cold feet at the altar. The biggest one is I'll call you back. Yeah, they'll call you. They call me back because then they get into their own heads and they say, you know, oh, my God, if I do this and what if I don't get this resolved? That's one of the biggest things when you join a functional medical practice, the huge shift in a, from going to a traditional medical doctor to a functional medical doctor is a functional medical doctor works for results works to actually shift you from your sickness state to a wellness state. And that's what everybody's looking for, but then they have all these excuses. So you don't have personal knowledge to make correct lifestyle choices there's a lot of things in that particular one statement number one you don't you need to first know you Uh, if you actually watch even one hour or two hours of tv there are about um, 
seven times, um, seven times 10. There are about 70, I'm sorry, 140 ads that you're exposed to. 140 mm-hmm. ads, go count. 140 ads you're exposed to. 80% of them is about food. Mm-hmm. Remaining, um, if not food, it's, I would say off that, um, if it's not 80% food, it is uh, at least 50% of that would be medications. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when you're bombarded with medications and food, it's so difficult and it gets very overwhelming, confusing. In fact, I think a lot of functional medical doctors are confused by the nutritional recommendations. Is coconut oil good? Is butter good? Is egg good? Or is it bad? And you have this complete chapter we don't expect you to have the knowledge to make lifestyle choices. We have to understand who you are, what you need, and help you make those lifestyle choices. And I think that's the easiest thing. That's what, that is the shift between a functional medical doctor and a regular doctor. A regular doctor looks at you, never once asks you what you eat. They tell you to eat healthy, which if you really ask them to break it down, they probably don't know. But when you go to a functional medical doctor, that is probably a big part of your history. What do Mm -hmm. you do? We do a three-day food journal. Mm -hmm. So lifestyle choices, it's not simply about eating. It's also how much do you move? How much do you, uh, how much are you anchored to your past? Yep. That's right? a big one. That's a, a, you know, in the past I did this and this is what happened. My mother didn't speak to me. My brother didn't speak to me. All of those create that toxicity. So lifestyle choices is, you know, it's not simply about I got to exercise and eat, therefore I don't want to do it. That's not what it is about. It is about shifting your mindset. And for that, that's probably the most important thing we need to um, uh, um get help for. I don't think I can do it myself. In fact, my mindset from the time I shifted from doing traditional medicine to the current type, I've used probably about 25 coaches, different coaches over a period of time to shift my mindset to really understand that I have to do something different and I have to swim upstream. So um, that one excuse I can tell you is a very common excuse, but it is not enough to not to prevent you from making um, the change and trying to get help to get better. Then the other one is I don't have the time to take appropriate care of myself. And this is one of the commonest things. I don't have the time. And let me tell you, I agree with most of you who say I don't have the time. I work three different jobs. I have I work like 15 hour uh, days and I have the kids to take um, to soccer practice. And then I have to cook. I have to prepare for my project. I leave at 5 a.m. We've heard all of those, the time Mm -hmm. issue. But this person, when they get struck with cancer, suddenly they have nothing but time. Time to go to those two different surgeons, three different oncologists, go to uh, get chemotherapy, radiation, 60 radiations, they find the time. The thing about time is, again, it's a perception. You make the time for what is important to you. So when you say you don't have the time, that means health at this point is not yet important to you. It's not your priority. It is not your priority. Because when it is your priority, when you have a leak in the basement, it doesn't matter how busy you are, you will call and say, hey, I have a leak in my basement. I cannot get there. Your work suddenly doesn't, it's not your priority. So really understand when you say you don't have the time, 
ask yourself, do you have the time for the catastrophic care that you would need to provide when you haven't taken care of your health and you're giving it all to something else? So again, these are, this is a question that you probably need to ask. And I don't think many people really make that uh, connection between time and what, what are they saying that they don't have time for? Any, any other uh, insights as far as the time goes? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is either you're going to make time now or you're going to be forced to make time later when you're in a disease state, when it's hard for you to move. It's, yeah. you know, so, you're sleeping all the time. You're always fatigued. It's one or the other. And I think it says, um, here's a, a something that we had come across. It doesn't take um, any more time to eat healthy than it does to eat poorly. Think about it. You go through a drive-thru. How long are the drive throughs during dinner or lunchtime? I mean, I haven't been to a drive-thru in 10 years. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I actually have seen it. I always watch Taco Bell because it's my most favorite joint even yeah. today. I just watch and imagine and hope that someday <laughs> I will find a, a burrito or a sauce that is as good as what I used to get there. But uh, in general, when you, when you look at the uh, line, it's almost around dinner or uh, lunchtime. It is around, um, I would say, 30 cars. Mm-hmm. I go to Starbucks, by the way. Oh, I yeah, do. Starbucks is I, crazy. I, I do go to t- Starbucks for my um, matcha tea latte, which is with coconut milk. It's awesome, by the way. But when I do uh, go through Starbucks, I find it's about 25, 30. And you really spend about 15 minutes just waiting to get the food. Yeah, so it's where are you going to invest your time in? So you can plan ahead a little bit, spend a little bit of extra time in the kitchen, and then be ready later and you can avoid all of that. Actually, so. when you get to learn to cook and if you make it a habit, it's 15 minutes to make a meal, literally 15 minutes. And those are the things that, you know, when we start our cooking classes, we'll let you guys know and it'll be easy. We'll show you easy ways to um, crack that code. And the other one is, do you ever spend any time watching TV? And I think a lot of us do. I know um, uh, pretty much as far as like with the election time, mm-hmm. I think many people were glued to the TV and that's something to keep in mind too. Do you, um, do you, can you actually write down what you're doing for just for 24 hours, write down what exactly you do, where does your time go? You will find the time for health and wellness. Okay, as a social media, I mean, you can't say you're not sucked in your phone five minutes here, 10 minutes there, it adds up. I mean, I, uh, I, I think I, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely guilty. 100% I'm guilty. I, I have no boundaries. I have no boundaries when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. But that's besides the point. But I'm not complaining that there is no doctor who will take care of me. <laughs> that's one thing I don't do. So the other one is my family won't be on board with the changes I need to make. Now, this is like my mommy is not going to let me do that. I can't come out to play. <laughs> it's one of those excuses, guys. Honestly. I I totally agree. Your environment has to shift. And we tell people when you come in for our consultation with us, please bring your significant other. And there's Mm -hmm. a reason because most of the times people don't realize how sick you are because it's not, you're not dying of a cancer. You're not in heart failure. You're not having a stroke. So people don't realize how sick you are. But internally, you're unable to, you're unable to get up. Every day is a drag for you to get up. Every day, there's so much of pain. Every day, you just wish you could, you know, uh, life would be different. 
but you continue because all your test results come back normal and everybody at home doesn't understand, you know, what's the big deal. They only see the fact that you're laying in bed or you're moaning and groaning about your pain. But the fact of the matter is when they come in, they can actually be taught and educated to actually support you. Mm -hmm. Just to say, you know, no, they're not going to be on board. They don't care. They don't, uh, uh, I would not be able to do it. The excuses I get is, is mind-boggling when they come and say, I know I have to learn to eat healthy. And the next thing what happens is like, oh my God, for Thanksgiving, I, I can have whatever I need, uh, I need to have, right? Whatever I can have. It's like you want to be different at the same time you want to blend. I've said this before. We got to pick and choose. Everything that you have today is a choice you have made. So when you say my family may not support you, well, your family probably needs education about what you're struggling with. Does that make sense? I mean, I feel like honestly, they are going to uh, relate to that struggle because I think a lot of people feel the same way that you do and they maybe just don't verbalize it. So yep. yeah, talk to your family. You don't need to tell them the nitty gritty of everything, but. And you'll find, actually when people bring their family members to our seminars, a lot of times they say, oh, I came to support him or I came to support her, mm -hmm. but it looks like I have all these problems exactly. too, right? We end up signing up couples because they realize I need this help too. So, anyway, education goes a long way. And I think um, if you need some help, that's, see any functional medical practice, this is not even about us, but this is about letting you know there are a lot of functional medical practices in local in your area, but if you want to come to us, the same thing. It's it's really going to be the same thing. You have to go past your own excuses because um, time is never an excuse. Knowledge is never an excuse because that's what you learn from a functional medical doctor. Now, the another one is eating right is too hard and expensive. Got some hacks for you guys. Costco sells organic food in very large bags. Yeah, and it's and, fantastic. And you actually can divide it. In fact, if one person just need to have a membership and then you go and split the food. If you live alone, if you as, as a family, I think a lot of people, you use it instead of buying toilet paper, buy those frozen berries and frozen mm -hmm. vegetables. Frozen all the way. Yeah. And it's frozen. The good thing about frozen vegetables, unlike canned vegetables, it's actually taken at the right time of the harvest. It's partially cooked. So it's fast to cook. I mean, literally in 15 minutes, you can have a complete bowl of great food. Yep. And I think, so that's something to keep in mind. Um, it's not hard or expensive, but if you have not been really eating right for years together, your disease process is going to be very, very expensive. I think with people saying it's too expensive, I think you look at stores at the process like vegetarian vegan organic foods that are gluten-free gluten-free is a big one coming out of a box yeah this stuff is five times more expensive but it's not real food it's just labeled in a way to get the consumer to buy it right and i think that's probably the other thing is when you I, i've seen this also when people say i want to go gluten-free but it's so expensive no it's not expensive going gluten-free is the cheapest mm -hmm. you don't buy you don't have to buy any of the grains but most people say oh gluten-free pasta gluten-free noodles gluten-free soups and it's crackers i like, know <laughs> stop buying Pizza. those things where people are cooking it for you and therefore they were adding when they remove gluten they add sugar and mm -hmm. they make it more expensive because they know anything that's a health mm -hmm. uh, food automatically has a bigger label to it. So um, again, shop wisely. 
Be smart about it. Food is actually healthy. Food is very cheap. Do you have to buy organic all the time? No. Really, there are ways to see what other foods you actually have to buy organic. What can you buy? Again, just, you know, that's grown locally or uh, farm uh, farmed. Um, I don't know what, what you call it. I hate to say with pesticides, it sounds bad. Mm-hmm. If it's not organic, the conventional farm uh, farming. However, you have to understand not everything has to be organic. And that's, again, something you partner with a functional medical practice or a nutrition coach. They will educate you on what are the organic ones that you absolutely have to have organic and what can be mm-hmm. uh, something that's um, regular. Yeah, um, we're on that subject, too. Guys, go to your local farmer's markets. It's cheaper. Talk to your farmers. They might not be organic, but they might not use pesticides. It's very expensive to be labeled organic and to go through, you know, was it USDA or whatever for all that stuff? So talk to your farmer. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, even if you can be a part of the CSA mm-hmm. um, and uh, when you're supporting the local agriculture, again, though they may have to use a little pesticides, but not so much. Yeah. It's usually much safer than when you just go to a commercial um, um, a market like Kroger or Myers. And then um, I cannot afford a lifestyle program or hire a health coach mm-hmm. so what do you think about that marina since you are a nutrition coach <laughs> pay me all the money <laughs> i know so here's what happens when you go to college when you get a degree and I, this is even like a medical assistant you know how much a medical assistant gets paid you when you come out of school it's about 10 11 dollars an hour mm-hmm. and you know how much that the classes cost close to three to five grand yep and that's for a six-month course And all you learn is to take blood pressure and a certificate. You're paying for that. People spend for $11 an hour job so much of money. Mm -hmm. When it comes to your health, if your brain can work well, you don't have any brain fog, you don't have any aches and pains, you are pretty much uh, feeling phenomenal and you know you can take on the world, I think that's priceless. And if somebody can coach you to get there, go past your mind blocks, I don't think you can put a value on it, a real value. And I think when people say education is what is needed for you to get healthy, I can tell you in this program too, I have very intelligent, very educated patients. You agree? Yeah. And how many of them get confused a lot of times about simple stuff because they complicate it in their heads and we have to break it down into small steps and really help them understand how to connect with your own um, health, how to personalize your diet. It takes a little time. Most of the times people think, oh, I eat paleo, I eat healthy, I eat a lot of vegetables. But it's amazing how many things they miss. They only remember what they do healthy. If I ate a salad once a week, I would consider myself healthy because let's say (laughs) I've never eaten a salad. All I do is go through Taco Bell and once a week I just buy a great salad. I, I... It's good that I remember only that positive aspect, but it's not as simple as, you know, I eat healthy. I don't think I can have somebody coach me. If you want to earn a degree in for to that will earn you money, you have to pay someone. If you want to get your health back that has been actually ruined by whatever, whether it be lifestyle, whether it be stress, whether it be uh, other insults, uh, life events, you need someone to help you back. Now, people say, I can go to a psychologist. My insurance will cover it. Ask anybody who goes to a psychologist. They go to the psychologist for 25, 30 years. 
mm-hmm. for the same anxiety problem. It never gets resolved. Why do you think that happens? They're not getting to the root cause. Never address the whole person. We're just addressing your anxiety. Just like how when you go to a regular doctor, only your blood pressure numbers get adjusted. So we adjust the medicines playing around with your blood pressure. We tell you to lose weight. You never do it because you don't know how to do it. We tell you to eat healthy. You try to do it for a few weeks and then you get back because your body goes back to what it's um, familiar with. And that's one of the things about having a coach is a coach can hold you responsible and actually get you to a end point. And when you get to the end point, you don't have any more money to spend on this mm-hmm. coach. You don't have to. So investing in yourself is never an ex- expense. It's actually an investment. And investments, the difference between an expense and an investment, uh, buying a dress is an expense. Getting your nails done is an expense. Getting your hair done is an expense. And investment is you put in something and you get 10 times more, mm-hmm. right? You, which means your disease goes away. You don't have to be on medications. You don't have to go for so frequent t- testing. You don't have to uh, call in sick from work or you don't have to be buying medications over the counter. People don't take into account the amount of medicines they actually buy over the counter to feel well the yep. motrins the tylenols Your allergy medicine allergy medicines mm-hmm. and then what else pain yeah. uh, um, bombs. yeah the yeah. bombs that they put and then the cbd oil it's 156 uh supplements that they take yeah. b12 and it's about 200 to 300 it's almost like two to three grand people spend each year and every year for the rest of their lives to number is not going down unless you do something about it it's only going to get worse your true health is where you don't worry about your health true financial wealth is when you don't worry about your finances so i think people need to connect the two and understand that's what needs to happen but when you have this constant annoying issue but all you keep telling yourself oh i don't have the money then really it's again a perception i mean yeah i'm not gonna fix my own car i'm gonna pay somebody to fix the car for me i'm gonna call a plumber because if i do i'm gonna do it wrong and that's kind of what we see over and over as people are saying oh i eat healthy i do these things i still feel sick we help you to figure out how to do it right for you i actually was speaking to a young lady the other day who wanted to so badly join our program and she said well nutrition i think i already watched videos so i said so why do you think you're talking to me mm-hmm. and she said well i it's not necessarily working. And that's the difference about seeing a specific um, a nutrition coach or a health coach is they get to know you. They don't get to know, hey, everybody gets on a paleo diet. Everybody gets on a ketogenic diet. That's not what we're trying to talk about. What is your specific issue? Get educated on it. Take that you know, um, take the time to focus on your health for a few months till you understand it well. And then really you don't have to look back. But um, then the other one is, I'm afraid that proper lifestyle changes might isolate me from my friends and my family. Wrong. (laughs) Yeah. So um, a lot of times, um, you know, when you go to a group of your friends and family and say, you know, I've been diagnosed with breast cancer. Do you know how many of them will rally behind you? They will rally. They will wear the pink ribbons. They will do the walks. They will um, offer to take you for your chemo radiation but the same person turns around and say i decided i'm going to do a triathlon and i'm going to eat healthy and exercise they will make fun of you Mm -hmm. oh that sounds like so much work (laughs) and a lot of times in their head it's like 
fufu because here's what you guys need to understand number one a lot of people make fun of you because they cannot do what you are about to do and that's why they this is this is our human nature and i have no idea why we do this to each other instead of trying to uh, uh, encourage another person say i'm so glad you're taking this let me know and how i can help we make fun oh you don't eat gluten oh you don't eat fat oh you're uh, restricting your calories you're counting your points mm-hmm. don't worry about those naysayers what you need to understand is the family that really loves you will support you no matter what your journey is and a lot of times their goal is not to sabotage you they just don't think you're serious enough because you may have said this several times but when you hire a coach and you get serious about it and they begin to see and a lot of times we tell people just start the journey and as you evolve when people ask you what are you doing different then you can talk about it number 2 you'll find a lot of our clients actually learn new dishes they come up with it on their own it's not something that mm-hmm. we teach them we teach them the principles and they'll say when i took it to this uh, gathering and everybody loved it and we ask our clients for recipes yeah. right yep. so this is something again like it's a perception and you really need to get over that particular notion that oh people are judging me or i'm not going to be able to do this um on my own and i don't want to be looked down upon and i think people also feel bad when uh, you get called for a party and somebody says oh tell me what is it that you don't eat or what you would eat don't worry about it and i always tell my uh, friends to don't worry about it i'll bring a dish let me know what you're making so i can match up to that dish and invariably the dish i bring will always get done mm-hmm. and i think that's something you need to keep in mind um don't worry about it if it is all about your health and then my doctor may not approve get a new doctor absolutely <laughs> and i think one of our, our functional medical providers said uh when you cannot get your doctor to um uh learn new uh treatments or new tests get a new doctor so one of the things you need to understand a doctor's job the word doctor means teacher and their job is to get you healthy how you do it if they cannot help you with it then they should be happy you found help elsewhere mm-hmm. and uh most functional medical practices including ours will be very happy to coordinate with your doctor you just have to be able to tell them hey listen i'm going for a different approach a lifestyle clinic and i'm going to learn a little more about what i want to do you know so i can get my blood sugar under better control or blood pressure under better control and this is something that we always um uh, uh tell the our um basic statement is do no harm and if we're not going to be doing any harm if a patient is saying you know what i have been coming to you i'm not losing weight i've tried weight watchers i'm not losing weight i want to go to this practice that tells me um you know they'll get to the root cause and help me lose weight your doctor will actually most physicians will support that they'll say go ahead and do what you're doing they may not say hey i want to know what you're doing they'll say whatever you're doing it's working just continue to do it but having a supportive doctor is actually the norm very rarely do doctors get upset just because you started doing something that will um help you move towards health mm-hmm. the one thing that doctors might get upset about is when you stop your medications <laughs> without uh just because you say i want to go natural you can do that you really need to be guided if you want to do that so keep that in mind um i think the you know the rare time when a doctor gets upset about it it's usually that they don't understand what it is that you're doing and we've had patients i think who've gone to their doctor and maybe they didn't understand what they were doing so yeah. you know the 
translation to their doctor was wrong. And so the doctor becomes worried that they're going to hurt themselves. And it's right. just kind of more miscommunication, misunderstanding than anything else. They're not upset that you're <laughs> right. And I, and I think sometimes, you know, the way, um, um, like as a physician, we try to explain things in simple terms, right? So it, I had a, a, somebody, a provider, healthcare provider asked me yesterday, Hey, one of my patients came and said, she has all these parasites running in her blood and they gave her a medication that will synchronize with the face of the moon. Is this it even legit? And for me, I, I don't know what the doctor explained to the patient, that the patient, maybe the doctor simplified it and said so many other things about mm-hmm. the uh, magnetism or gravity <laughs> or something. I have no idea what happened, but it came out as voodoo medicine. It may not be that this, there would be some science behind it. And when they say protozoa, they probably are talking about uh, free oxygen radicals or you know inflammation. I don't know. Again, when we try to explain things to patients, we try to simplify things in a way that they can understand. But we've also learned that they understand completely different. Yep. You can tell. It's a telephone game. Yeah. It's actually we tell 10 people the same thing and five of them would get it completely different from the other five. Mm -hmm. So we and we find it even amongst couples. You know, couples come to us. The husband (laughs) always gets a different version of the same instruction than the wife does. So again, uh, you will find most doctors will support you, and I don't think that will be an issue. Then, again, the other excuse that we have, I don't have the self-discipline to make permanent changes. That sounds scary. Right. Um, Permanence, it's a big word. It's, I would say sustainable changes. <laughs> that right? sounds better. Right. Uh, so one of the things, um, self-discipline is not something you're born with. There are a lot of traits we're not born with. We actually have to develop these traits. So self-discipline comes, talking about discipline, how many of us are disciplined to get to work on time? Uh, I think you can vouch. I know, maybe, maybe 50, not 50. a holistic icon, but a couple um, minutes late. <laughs> but most of that, we are disciplined to show up in school, get to work, Get getting back home might be another issue. We're not very disciplined, but I'm I just can't saying. get to work. You can't get home. Yes, that's so between both of us. So we have, but self-discipline is something that it's a, like a muscle that you begin to use and it comes with knowledge and it comes with uh, whatever connection you have with your body, your symptoms. So it is something that we develop over a period of time and habits become sustainable because they give you a certain result. Now, if I walk every day, I have more energy, the chances are I'm going to continue to walk every day. Mm-hmm. So again, this, this is something we, uh, having a coach helps me understand I have to do the th- these things in order to get where I have to get. Then what happens if I commit to a lifestyle program and then hate the experience and give up? Well, <laughs> so a lot of times, um, how many marriages are perfect from the day one till the day day whatever hundredth day or 60 years of marriage well i think our divorce rate is at 50 percent now so probably not very many but but if you really look at marriages too they have ups and downs when you're raising kids you have ups and downs when you have a new job you have ups and downs when you have friendships you have ups and downs so i don't think anything will be like oh it's going to be a great experience unless you're on a roller coaster ride and you love it because that will be a short experience, right? <laughs> Whatever, you know, I, or you go to a movie and you just love all three hours of the movie. It's very rare. Sometimes, most of the times, we may not have 
like everything, you'll like something. Again, you remember when you're doing a lifestyle change, it is a change. Change is never, never pleasant. It is something that you will begin to understand the experience. It's always trust the process. We always tell us to our clients, please trust the process. Don't get confused. Just trust the process. And eventually, I think one of the biggest uh, feedback we get about uh, people who go through a functional medical journey with us is, I love the experience. Mm-hmm. Because it was a lot of knowledge. It was lots of ups and downs. And um, eventually, they come out with sustainable habits. So that probably is not a good enough excuse. And then uh, I don't have the personal confidence to take action. A lot of these are sounding very redundant to me. They are. But again, this is uh, when it comes to uh, confidence, I think people, and I think we've had quite a few who sign up and then disappear because they're just afraid uh, to um, continue. They have all of these. In fact, if you really look at, um, I don't have the time or I don't have the knowledge, I don't have the confidence, I don't have the self-discipline. These are all different things of uh, of the same excuse, I would say, is I don't want to do something different. I don't want to change. And you just put it in different uh, ways, like I don't have confidence or I don't have self-discipline, I don't have support, I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't have motivation. Ultimately, in your mind, you have to keep what do you need as your end point? What is the end point you want to get to? Are you happy waking up with brain fog? Are you happy waking up with the weight, extra weight? Are you happy waking up with uh, hair falling? Are you happy uh, having the heartburn? If you're not happy, you have to make the change. The question is, how do you want to change? Do you want a sustainable result? Do you want to actually feel um, happy having lost the weight and knowing how to lose the weight without having to count calories or continue to do exercise or uh, sleep really well, have um, you know uh, great relationships because your, your mood is not crappy? If you are looking at that endpoint, any of the excuses that we have given you, I think we've gone through everything that we've heard, right? And I think the other one, the time and money part, I think that was also very important. I forgot a very important one. The common excuses we get. People come and say, I got to do something different. I really want to do this. And then we tell them, oh, we don't take insurance. So first thing, what do they say? Oh, my God, I don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Then we'll say, just have a 15-minute free consultation. We'll tell you where to go and what you should be doing as the first thing, what's the next thing that comes up? Uh, oh, I can't make this appointment. I have to go on a vacation. And yep, <laughs> vacations how many, are a big one. How many vacations, cruises we hear as an excuse that they cannot make an appointment and they mm-hmm. don't have the money? Yeah, exactly. And it sounds very ironic that somebody has the time and the money for vacation, but not for their health. So again, you know, I I've, I have young people who come to me who say they just have uh, their waitressing, but their nails are done. Do you know how much it takes to get your nails done? $35. $35. And even if you do it yourself, it's $19.99 by the time you buy the nails and the color. Mm. So you're spending a lot of money on certain, that's what we call the latte factor. You're spending time watching um, stuff that is getting into your head and doesn't really change your life except for the worse. That's where the time comes. And you're perceiving um, excuses like, I don't think I have the confidence, self-discipline or support, and you've never given it a try. So 
the change begins with you. Before many of you begin to complain the current medical system it just gives pills, the reason they can do that is because that's, what, that's the choice you make each time. Mm-hmm. When you uh, support a system like that, that's what you will continue to get. Insurance is not an insurance um, against disease. It means when you have a catastrophic event, your insurance will, will help you pay for the care of that catastrophic disease process. It's not wellness insurance, it's disease insurance. Yeah, it's the disease management. And I think we all realize that. So again, once again, guys, people um, give us all these excuses. We can break down every little excuse. It's like we need to create an Excel sheet for your time. We got to create an Excel sheet for your um, excuses. And a lot of times when you look at money, look at your latte factor. Look at where, where you might be spending money to manage things on your own because in the um, day of Google University and um, WebMD, everybody feels they know what they should be doing for themselves. A lot of times it just helps. I, I don't think anybody Googles and finds how do I get my engine up and running or <laughs> how do I fix a leak in the basement. You try no, to protect. They, they, they do, but... A lot of times, if it's an expensive and a new home or something that they don't want to mess around with, they find they get, they get the experts. I think your health and your life requires an expert. It's a fact of life. So instead of saying, I can't afford function, uh, functional medicine, go find a functional medical doctor who is within your budget or who will work within your budget and try to get your health back. Absolutely, there is no excuse that, you know, that is simply, I would say all excuses are perceived excuses. They are not true excuses that you give yourself. I feel like, you know, until I started working here and seeing so many people with their excuses, I think I found how many excuses I was probably giving myself too. I think it's because you're exposed to like kind of the extreme level. Like I see these people and how sick they are. And I just don't understand how are you making these excuses, but it starts very early on. And so you really, what is the end goal that you want how are you going to achieve it? Because if you're calling us at this point, I feel like you're probably out of options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and we're here to help you. And I wish you didn't call us when you're out of options. I wish you called us the very first time you started getting problems because that's when it's easier to fix. Yeah. When you have spent a lot, it's like the taxes, right? If you don't pay taxes on time, you have penalty, you have interest. Same thing, if you don't take care of your health, you are going to have to spend some time and money to get it back together. So make sure you have, um, you make it your priority. And when you give yourself excuses, ask yourself, why are you giving yourself that excuse? And is it actually a legit excuse? A lot of times, I mean, when you're coming and telling us I can't afford it, and then you say you have a vacation to go and you don't have the money, to see a functional medical doctor, that's some, that's an excuse that nobody is going to buy. So keep that in mind. And also when it comes to time, if you have, you're watching two hours of what is, what is the new uh, thing, the dance? Dancing with the Stars? Dancing with the Stars. I think that's a pretty old thing. And I'm what about sure. the voice? Is it voices the comeback? Something is comeback. <laughs> People are constantly talking about these, talking about the various uh, Netflix. Um, okay, 70 hours of Game of Thrones. If you're up to date. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of time. Yeah, it's a lot of time that you have for yourself. So 
once again, what, what we wanted to do that this particular podcast is don't get yourself, don't give yourself an excuse. And let's see if there is anybody else. Who we got is some thumbs us. up. So we haven't pissed off too many people oh, yet. Both of, both of the people who are on a thumbs up are doctors, because <laughs> they do understand what, uh, how, how many excuses patients get. So once again, thank you so much, guys, for joining us and support our... Um, do you want your nutrition check? Oh, you do have a nutrition tip even when you have excuses. Yeah. Awesome. Go I ahead. I have an excuse. I was looking at um, seasonal vegetables for Michigan. Mm-hmm. So we're here. It's November, and it's pretty much coming up to the end of the growing season. So I since know. we're using excuses, I figured I'd do Brussels sprouts because I think that's a pretty good excuse to not eat healthy is that you don't like Brussels sprouts. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I, in fact, I... Personally, I don't like Brussels sprouts. Don't. Do they make you gassy? Is that why? No, I don't like the taste. Mm. But I have learned how to make it differently. So I actually like the taste now. Mm. You can pretty much make anything taste good. So Mm. Brussels sprouts are rich in vitamin K, which is good for bone health and can help to prevent osteoporosis. Um, Also help with blood clotting. So if you're taking a blood thinner, that could be an issue for you. So be careful there. Um, but high in vitamin C, so promotes iron absorption and helps with proper immune function. So all of you guys who are getting into cold and flu season and are getting the sniffles, vitamin C can help with that. So when you said about the blood clotting, here's what I would say. If you are on a blood thinner that requires uh, your blood to be thin, uh, it's not that you have to avoid Brussels sprouts. You eat the same amount on a regular basis, something similar to the Brussels sprouts, the greens or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Um, I always see people on Coumadin coming and telling me I can't eat any greens. No, it's not about not eating anything healthy to just support a medication and its uh, direct effects. You really want to eat healthy, but eat be consistent about what you eat so that the level of the medication doesn't need so much of adjustment. Mm-hmm. But those are all great things. Vitamin C for the winter time, a bone strength, which most of us struggle with without the vitamin D also. Mm-hmm. And then um, high in phytonutrients so helps to reduce inflammation, reduces chronic diseases, and also helps your immune system that way as well. So you can bake, you can saute, you can roast. I think if you've been boiling them, that's probably why you don't like them because that sounds like a pretty gross way to do it. Yeah. No, actually, I figured out a way. I know you have written something with apples, onions, and mm-hmm. cranberries, and some people do uh, maple syrup and uh, paprika. Yeah, so you can actually go the sweet route. Yeah. Usually, I don't. I think a lot of people do Brussels sprouts with like bacon and yeah. stuff like that, but you can actually just saute with apples, onions, and cranberries. Um, just cut off the stems. Um, yeah, were you going to say something? No, the other way that I would do is if you uh, uh, steam the Brussels sprouts, I know it doesn't sound so great, but you put it along with beans and grind some coconut and jalapeno peppers Mm -hmm. and pour it over that mixture. It tastes awesome. So that's another way to eat it too. So you can go Mm -hmm. the spicy route or you can go the sweet route. So Mm -hmm. whichever one you prefer. Absolutely. Um, if you guys are in the Metro Detroit area and would like to be live on our podcast, we are going to open up some seats. Yes. So um, the tickets for that are free, but you do have to register through Eventbrite. Just go through Eventbrite, search Holistic Icon, and you'll have our series of podcasts. We'll be having some pretty cool guests coming up in the next month or two here. So check that out. Yep. And then you can have your direct input. <laughs> Actually, you can ask some questions live and that will be awesome. And some of the guests are really going to be iconic. 
So um, definitely uh, make sure you tune tune in and we will release them just a week prior to the podcast. We have a couple of people already lined up, but we want to, uh, you know, um, kind of uh, it, clean out the details. So just make sure you go on to Eventbrite, uh, register for our podcast, register for our seminars and workshops. Uh, cooking classes, shopping classes, anything that we might bring in, especially for the holidays. And then, of course, support our um, podcast by downloading it and um, you know subscribing to it. And we will very soon have a YouTube channel, too, where we will have all of these videos posted. Good enough? Well, thank you again, guys, for joining us. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Holistic Icon Podcast. Subscribe for the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes or visit holisticicon.com to listen to past episodes. Want to take control of your health and live a life of wellness? Dr. Chellum's best-selling book, Transform Your Thyroid, teaches you how to overcome fatigue, depression, weight gain, and more, and is available on amazon.com.